0: Girls' Night Out, a sci-fi romance in six episodes. Episode 2, Date Night.
1: Sudden upheaval. Change. An awakening. While I was getting suspended and possibly blowing up rubbish bins, Lane was having her own awakening at her veterinarian clinic on the north side.
0: Beautiful beasties, this is Lane. Yeah, we do tortoises. Yeah, bring Sherman in. Jillian, I haven't seen you two in a while. Oh, Lane, I hope you can help us. Cookie, Cookie's always been so energetic and, and happy, but, but lately, I just don't know what's wrong. Okay if I take Cookie into the examining room? Oh, of, of, of course. I'll, I'll be right out here. Cookie, I'm just going to bring you up onto the examining table. Let's have a look at you. Ears good, eyes clear.
1: How are your back legs? Lane pressed down on Cookie's hips. Cookie looked up at her and... Suddenly, Lane was in the dog. It was like she was Cookie. She was looking up at herself, but more than that, she had Cookie's pain and she had Cookie's memories. Lane saw a child, a girl. Tying things on Cookie's tail. Pushing Cookie down the stairs. Throwing Cookie off the veranda. Lane could feel the pain, the fear. And then...
0: (gasps) What the hell was that? I was... Inside you, Cookie.
1: Lane reached up and got her secret canister of marijuana doggy treats. She gave one to Cookie and had one herself. No.
0: No. I'm glad you told me. Not a word about this, Cookie. Okay? I'll deal with Jillian. Okay, Jillian. Do you have a young person living with you? No, no, I live alone. Oh, well, my niece and nephew come over on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Those are the days my sister works. Uh Uh-huh. Well... I hate to tell you this, but your niece is crumbling Cookie. That's, that's not possible. My niece is a sweet girl. What are you saying? I'm saying please don't leave Cookie alone with your niece. Jillian
1: was pissed off and didn't want to hear about it. She and Cookie left. And the thing that happened with Cookie, Lane decided it was just an acid flashback but someone else recognized it for what it really was.
2: High-frequency gamma rays detected on Earth.
3: Cognos, drill down to Source.
2: Source is Earth. Northern Hemisphere. North America. Coastal. Earth inception subject number one is manifesting. Crazy. Second source of high frequency gamma ray detected. Earth inception subject number three is manifesting. Same geographic location. That's lame.
3: Know what this means, Cognos? It means I didn't completely screw up. Screw up? Define. Screw up. Screw up. American English slang. It means make a catastrophic error. What is the status of Inception Subject Number Two?
2: Inception Subject Number Two is not detectable.
3: Find Inception Subject Number Two. I must tell the director.
1: Inception Subject Number Two? That's you, Clementine. You always thought we'd have been abducted by aliens that night in the cliff. Lane and I didn't believe you, though. To us, it was just a weird night, one of many. We were 19. We smoked weed and we drank Southern Comfort. We partied with complete strangers. What's the old saying? If you live through it and you remember anything, you weren't doing it right? Or something like that. I
4: forgot. (laughs)
1: After my suspension, I went home. I was about to pour myself an extra-large glass of wine and unwrap a giant Toblerone when I saw it. The calendar on the fridge. Every Wednesday had a heart drawn around it with the words date night. I really wasn't in the mood after the day I had. But I thought, what the hell, might as well get into it. I turned on some tunes and decided to really get dressed up. I had a shower, did my nails, put on some makeup, squeezed myself into my spanks, tried on about 10 dresses, decided on the red one, put on some earrings, and...
5: You look nice, Mom.
1: Oh, Kaylee, you think so? It's date night.
5: Don't say it like that, Mom. Like you think it's a joke?
1: You're right, Kaylee. I'll leave my sarcasm at home. I got to the restaurant. Mike was already there at our favorite corner table. I presented myself for Mike's admiration, but he didn't even notice.
4: Ah, there you are. A senora?
1: Prosecco, please. Well, I've got some news. I was suspended today, basically for doing my job.
4: Suspended? That's rough.
1: No one wants to hear what scientists have to say anymore. Not when it gets in the way of profits.
4: Your drink,
3: Signora.
1: Salud. They really don't want us reading these menus, do they? What is this, size 8 font? Grace. I should have brought my headlamp and a magnifying glass.
4: Grace. Grace. Grace, look at me. Grace, I'm seeing someone else. It's serious. Who? It doesn't matter.
1: It matters to me. Is it hot in here?
4: I'm leaving you, Grace.
1: Perfect timing for a full-blown hot flash. I pulled on my neckline to cool down. Mike swirled his glass of scotch and wasn't even looking at me. I thought to myself, look at me, you coward. Then Mike's drink burst into flames. What the...
4: I've got it. There, that's out. Nothing to worry about. Waiter, I'll get the bill. Mike, let's talk this through. No, Grace, I've made up my mind.
1: This date night wasn't turning out the way I had hoped. I trailed after Mike out of the restaurant onto the street.
4: You haven't been there for me, Grace. Not for years. Taxi! I need more. I'm taking this cab.
1: Where are you going?
4: To Emily's.
1: Our accountant, Emily?
4: She's my accountant now, Grace.
1: I just stood there and watched Mike drive off. I was crushed. But the petty concerns of we humans were about to be brought into perspective.
2: I am Director of Planets and Recreation for the Laniakea in the Virgo Supercluster. Fen B, lifeform warden for the cluster, has requested an urgent meeting. I will begin the thought-sharing session with the warden now. Thought sharing commencing with Fan B. Director, I feel you. You wanted to talk to me about Earth?
3: Earth is still our most popular travel destination. It is a beautiful planet. Have you been there, Director?
2: I have not, Warden. But we aren't here to talk about vacations, are we? No, Director.
3: Cognos? Display graphics for Earth. Human population. Present time.
2: Earth. Human population. Earth year. 2018.
3: There are now close to 8 billion humans on Earth. A sustainable human population is...
2: 2 billion. You attempted an inception, did you not?
3: Yes, Director. 40 Earth years ago on three human subjects. But I am ashamed to say the
2: Inception did not work. Many think Inception is beyond human capability. Human sapience is quite low. I suppose now you will perform a cull.
3: Perhaps not, Director. Two of my Inception subjects have just begun to manifest. It's extraordinary.
2: Latent Inception is not unheard of.
3: I propose that we halt the cull. Let the inception subjects lead the change.
2: A cull of humans would restore balance on Earth quickly. The cull
3: would exterminate six billion humans. It would cause great suffering. We would feel it.
2: We are getting a lot of pressure, warden. Earth is very important to our people for pleasure and adventure. Should our pleasure come at such a cost? It is true. The cull is a blunt tool. You mentioned three Inception subjects. I am searching for the third. All right, Warden. We will hold off on the cull. For now. Thank you, Director. Do you really think these humans can look after themselves and their planet? Their potential is limitless. We don't need potential, Warden. We need results. See that you get them. End thought sharing.
1: Thought sharing has ended. I came home. What a day. Suspended. Separated. What next? One thing was certain. Without delay, I was taking off my spanks. But it wasn't easy. My spanks fought back. Fuck off, you fucking obsessive fuck-undies. Oh, hi, Kaylee. Pardon my language. Where's dad? Your father is staying somewhere else tonight. So he's with Emily. You knew about her? Everyone knows. This is your fault, mom. He's leaving me. How is that my fault?
5: You're never here. All you care
1: about is work. Kaylee, wait. Kaylee stormed out of the room. That girl knows exactly what to say to hurt me. Kaylee was immediately on the phone to one of her friends.
5: Hey, what's up? I'm having a parental divorce meltdown here. Can I come over? It should be okay. Kaylee, don't forget you've got rehearsal tomorrow.
1: Morning. And she was gone. I turned to look at myself in the mirror. But I wasn't there. I walked up to the mirror. I put my hands on it. I couldn't see myself. I put my nose on the mirror and breathed out. The glass fogged up. There was even a smudge where my nose should have been. But I was not there. The scientist in me was fascinated. But the woman had already had a rough day was freaked out. I don't know why, but I slapped myself across the face. Then, gradually, I reappeared. First as a dot. Then a vertical line then a two-dimensional image, and finally a three-dimensional image. I'm losing my mind.
0: Hello, beautiful. Lane. Mike left me.
1: Kaylee. You at home?
0: Stay put. I'm coming right now.
1: In 20 minutes, Lane was at my front door.
0: Okay. I've got cigarettes, tequila, Coronas, ah, some Doritos, and a little bag of weed. We're going to need music and shot glasses. Now, show Mama where it hurts. We hugged. Then we got down
1: to some tequila therapy. Kaylee had gone over to her friend's house, Persephone Mallard. Yes, he heard that last name correctly, Mallard. Persephone's mother is my boss. The boss who just suspended me. Persephone had an illness that kept her bedridden. Daphne had a strict no-visitor policy for her daughter, but what she didn't know was that her husband Hayden... Let Kaylee in to see her all the time, anytime she asked.
3: Shh! Up the back staircase. Quiet as a mouse, Kelly.
5: Thanks, Hayden. You're the best. Ninja, warrior, maiden, to the rescue. You got in! Your stepdad's pretty cool. So, I've got your homework. Jelly snake, of course. Homework! And, look at this glitter nail polish. Let me see. You're the only person I know who gets excited by homework. You're the only one who still comes to see me. Your mom doesn't make it easy. She says I'm immunocompromised. I still don't get why you can't have a phone. Do you want me to sneak one into you? Does that chair have to make so much racket? Oh shit! That's your mom. <laughs> Quick, hide under the bed. Take, take the jelly snakes.
1: For the girls, it was a game. Kaylee hid under Percy's bed. Into the room came Daphne and Doctor Pentergost from Feelright. Trailing behind them was a male nurse called Felix.
5: Felix, put that chair over there. Hello, darling. What's all this? My schoolwork. Callie brought it to me. How did she get in? Persephone, you know the rules. Hayden? Hayden, come here. Coming, ducks. Why do you bother with schoolwork? You need to focus on getting better. Put that aside, darling. Felix is going to check your blood. No, Mom, please. No more needles. Don't be ridiculous. Knock, knock. Oh, Hayden. Did you let the Roland girl up here? I told you. No visitors. It cheers Persephone up, doesn't it, Percy? I didn't know you were a health professional, Hayden. No visitors. And please keep the dogs out of here. Now run along and close the door behind you. Be strong, Persephone. It hurts, Mom.
4: I don't recommend another treatment today, Mrs. Mallard. You and your daughter should wait at least five days between each session. Nonsense, Greg. I feel fine.
5: And Persephone is getting stronger day by day. (laughs) Nurse, do something, please. My child is suffering. (laughs) Kaylee listened
1: from under the bed as Daphne, Dr. Gregory Pentergast, and Felix worked together to immobilize Persephone and sedate her. It's just a little
2: pinprick. <gasps> Here we go.
5: It earth.
4: She collapsed in the pillows. This treatment is experimental, Mrs. Mallard. We haven't done this many transfusions on a single host. I'm
5: perfectly aware of how experimental the treatment is. Do you really think I would do anything to harm my own daughter? Or me, for that matter? Are you going to get on with it or just stand there talking to me?
4: Go ahead, Felix.
1: Dr. Pentergast and Felix set up a blood transfusion. Kaylee peeked from under the bed. Kaylee saw transfusion bags filled with deep red blood. Percy's blood was going into Daphne and Daphne's blood was going into Percy.
0: Our voice actors for Episode 2 are Nancy Zelno as Grace and Gracie Jen Lyles as Lane Matthew Moore as Warden Paul Watton is the director and AI voice. Rachel Tully is Dr. Anita Chum. Caitlin Stewart is Kali. Michelle Onida is Persephone. Rich Green is Mike. Viv Jones is Daphne. Ryan Wiley is Hayden. Joe Demanski is Dr. Pendergast. Mary Labrie is Jillian. Dan Egan is Felix. Additional roles were done by Ryan Wiley. Girl's Night Out was written and directed by me, Mary Labrie, and produced by Women of a Certain Age. Our poster art was done by Kelly Ulrich. Our podcast thumbnail was created by Dan Egan. Original music, We Are Alive, was composed and produced by Dan Egan. Thank you for listening. If you love the show, give us a review on your favorite podcast platform and share us with your friends and fam. For all the episodes and the behind the scenes stuff, check us out on Facebook or Instagram. Our handle is at Girls Night Out Universe. You can find all the links you need for this show in the show notes for this podcast. Or you can go to our Linktree, which is linktree forward slash Girls Night Out Podcast. You can also hear Girls Night Out in sunny California on KPPQ 104.1 FM. Thank you so much for listening and for joining us in this Reality Vector.